Do you ever watch the X Files or? No. Okay. Wait, you haven't, Sean? No. That's the kind only, of show you'd like. I've only just started, and oh. yeah, it's exactly the kind of show I'd like. So I don't know what I was doing this whole time, but I wasn't watching that. So screwed up. <laughs> it's good. Have you seen all of it or? No, uh, I've only I've seen like bits and pieces of each season. Uh, have you gotten to the Lone Gunman yet? No, no, I I just started in season one. And I, well, actually, I started in season six to see a specific episode, and then I was like, "Ooh, that was really good!" And then I started at the beginning. Uh, it was Brian Cranston. It's called Drive, like the movie, but right. Like, I yeah. remember Patrick Clapton talking about that. Yeah. yeah, I remember that too. It's a Vince Gilligan script and everything. It was it was pretty cool. So yeah, I decided to start proper. Definitely getting some Twin Peaks vibes because it's kind of evolving off of that formula, I'd say. But you know. Paranormal. Do you know if there's actually any tie to Twin Peaks? Well, I mean, David Duchovny was in Twin Peaks, so there's that. <laughs> in terms of the actual staff and stuff, though, the writing staff, I don't think so, but I, I can only assume they kind of wanted to fine-tune that formula a bit. It. Well, I mean, FBI agents, weird stuff. Well, it's when just not Peaks as rooted in one place. The, like, 90s. two years prior, two, three years earlier, 1990. Hmm. Yeah. So, I I don't know, I can only assume it kind of stemmed from that. But, yeah. like I, Well, like, Fringe right now is kind of inspired by this, right? Yeah, is that that's what say? I keep hearing. Yeah. But, I don't is know. Fringe filmed in Vancouver? I think so. I only yeah, watched so. half of the first season, but it seemed okay. A bit zanier than the stuff here, though, maybe. But anyway, I endorsed it. It's on Netflix, that's why. How many seasons are there? Nine. Yeah, it gets pretty oh, stupid near the end, though. That's so. that's the problem with even watching it now. I'm just like, well, I know this doesn't end well, so should I keep going? Or I, I'm told up until the point where they stop. where there's like a major change. Mm-hmm. That's the point where you want to stop. Like the cast leaves, basically. And, yeah, when you get yeah. to that point, I'm told for the most part you can probably step off there. Maybe enjoy one last season. Well, there's some talk about another movie, which I'd definitely be into. I don't. I heard the, the second movie sucked. Second one was not very good, I guess, from any kind of larger plot standpoint. But it was basically just like another episode of the show. It's just like okay. weird mystery, and then it turns out it's nothing really that major, which was disappointing. Kind of like but, the Simpsons movie. Uh, even less episode. so. Like that one was at least a big scale thing, whereas the this was just kind of. Like, some scientists doing weird stuff in the forest. Like, nothing matters. <laughs> it's more just an excuse to get those characters back together or whatever. So, maybe next time out they can make a proper thing. But, yeah. Simpsons is good as well. I've been watching a lot of that. But, whatever. So, the golden seasons or the regular or the new seasons? New seasons, which are the new golden seasons. It's They're really good. They've gotten so, a lot better? There was, yeah. like, a point where they just kind of dipped down highly in quality. I'm I'm kind of thinking about just going through all of it just to see when that happens because yeah I definitely remember season thirteen fourteen around there it starts getting kind of lame but by twenty they figured it out so I want to know how it only long took them seven period. years well maybe there maybe it only took them four years and eighteen is really good because I wouldn't know I haven't seen it so I, you I should kinda... uh you should read my like big Simpsons encyclopedia thing is it pretty up to date like is it it's just it's the first twenty seasons. Oh, okay. And I showed it to back around Christmas time. It has like every page was a new episode. Actually, yeah, maybe I can start seeing what kind of plots they were getting into around. Yeah, I, I can season. I can loan that to you if you want to kind of look through it or something. Oh, okay. Just read yeah. it while you're watching the episode. <laughs> I, I no, I want to enjoy all the sight gags and stuff they're throwing in there. But I don't know. They they've well, definitely hit out a stride. Games. Yeah, I guess so. By season 20, anyway. I know from that point on to now, like, they're really good. I don't know when... Yeah, this only covers up to season 20. Yeah. The book can only be so big. Well, I mean, eventually the show's going to end, so... Eventually, but right now I think it's the last year. I thought next year was just the last year. No. No, they just renegotiated their contracts for, like, three more years or something. Oh, wow. Or something like that. I'm pretty happy. Because, yeah, they've definitely got something going on. It's pretty awesome. Futurama too. I should buy the second half of that new season. It's not hasn't started yet. No, the the, the well the last season or whatever the oh okay. you know, the first one back. I'm looking forward to the. Actually, I can't even remember where Futurama is at. I like Futurama. 
Yeah, it's a good show. Matt Groening, that guy's pretty great. Yeah. Dave X. Cohen. Anyway, I don't, I don't know. Simpsons, Simpson game. Yeah, yeah. Futurama even had a game, too. And Xbox. Simpsons just came out with an arcade re-release. Yeah, I got it's it. It's actually the free PlayStation okay. Plus well, offering or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm mentioning these games because the Top Down Perspective talks about games, and that's the podcast that we're recording nice. right now. Very nice. Yep. That was yep. really good. I'm the host of this week, Sean mm-hmm. Booker, and I'm joined with Nathan Roar. Yeah. It's Nathaniel, too, if you want. I wasn't sure what you were doing there. But I'm right. also joined with Nathaniel Roar, it seems, and John. Yo. I don't have a phone on I'm like Cher. But oh, okay. yeah, a guy. <laughs> no, uh, John Shirley Wheeler. There you go. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Shirley. Um, what have you been playing? I told you I wouldn't respond to that. Um, I ha- have been playing not too much here. I-, I finished up a bunch of games actually. All right. I finished so up Mute- too many, Mutant Muds. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was a 3DSWare game. Uh, pretty good. A nice, hard, challenging retro game. How long is it? Uh, let's find out. I'll check the counter. Okay. Because I well, keep... while you're doing that, what else did you finish up? Uh, Simpsons Arcade. I hear oh. that's like 40 minutes long. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I was watching the quick look of that because one of the few arcade games from my past that I played a ton of was one of the Simpsons ones. But you could do, like, team attacks. Yeah, that that's Simpsons Arcade. Okay, there's there's only look. one arcade game for The Simpsons. Oh, okay, so it must be that one because I was they, I was seeing they, that even, none of they them show were doing... it in the Quick Look. They even do it in the Quick Look. Do they? I only watched like the first half of it. Yeah, it's like right at the end of the Quick Look. They do team. Oh, okay, because I saw like none of them were doing it. and I was like, oh, maybe there's like a Simpsons arcade game two or something. Okay, so that's the one. I should probably get that then for you know childhood nostalgia. Yeah, it's ten bucks and you will run through it fairly fast. So right, that's what I heard. Yeah, I did like the TMNT 1989. I like oh, and don't like the Simpsons game as much as the Ninja Turtles one. I think the Ninja Turtles ones are slightly better, but these are still fun. Okay. And so you liked it? Yeah. And this one actually has unlocks, believe it or not. Uh, if you beat the game, depending on what character you use, you unlock a new extra thing like concept art or like character bios or soundtrack. Is it like Japanese mode or something? Yeah, you unlock that the first time you beat it, and there's like slight changes here and there. You know like, what they are? Wait. Uh, scoring system's different, and uh, you can overcharge your health meter, and there's something else I can't remember. What year did that come out? Ninety-two. <coughs> oh, okay, so that predates the Mr. Sparkle episode, so there wouldn't be any fun jokes there. No, there's there, there's very little in the way of references in the game. Yeah, I think one of the achievements is. Oh no, no, the achievements are yeah, the all the achievements are references. Like the, there's an achievement for playing the Japanese ROM that is Mr. Sparkle. Ah, yeah. Okay, there, there you, go. you go. All right. Uh, Worth ten bucks. Yeah, well, if you like beat-em-ups, yeah, just keep in mind, you'll go through it fairly if fast. if you like the show a lot, will that help? Is that... You're not going to get much if you like the show. It's it's a beat-em-up, so if you like like the Ninja Turtles games, you'll probably like well, it. I did play it quite a bit back at the Chuck Cheese. Or X-Men. So. Online multiplayer? Okay. Yes. Okay, well, maybe we'll get that and do that. Um, as for Mutant Muds, I'm looking at, I, uh, I beat the entire game in 3 hours and 29 minutes. Okay. That's yeah, that's hundred percent clear. Okay. There you go. What else? Uh most more Alan Wake. Didn't beat it yet. I'm still in uh chapter episode two. Digging oh, it? So you didn't play much of that at all then? No, I didn't get to play it too much this okay. week. I've been kinda busy. Because work's been driving me to the bone, so Right. Have you ignored for thermoses? No, still going for thermoses. Okay. Crazy. Okay. I'm doing pretty good so far. I've got twenty something. Congrats. Yay, thermoses. I don't know. I- I'm enjoying it still. Uh, I had to laugh. There was like one point where they- they're good at like little subtle things every now and then. There's one point where I'm in someone's cabin listening to a radio interview. Okay. And I looked at, I saw the corner of my eye, uh, like a window in the background of their, of the cabin. There was a guy walking by holding a knife. Okay. Yeah, I was just like. I, and I, I of course, like opened the door Did and looked he around. Did try to kill you? No, I, I looked at. Okay. He wasn't there when I exited the building. I thought it was such a cool little touch. And then, of course, you know, okay. you, you walk down the hall and then everything goes crazy. So. Oh okay. Huh. 
So, yeah, I'm still enjoying it, and I'm still going to try to beat it. All right. Um, American Nightmare out not this week, but next week. Also, hey, it, you know, it's the uh, it's the 13th of February. Oh, yeah, the date. Yeah, there you go. Just before Valentine's Day. Get oh, yeah. That's, not, that's all I have. I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. good. Um, and otherwise... Mark invented a holiday. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's totally manufactured, isn't it? I don't know I if not it is know or that. not, or if it's Catholic or what, but it's... Well, th- there is an actual Saint Valentine, I thought, but he was like a murderer or something like that? <laughs> wow. I need to find out now. There was something sure crazy, not. like he beheaded people or something. I I, I remember okay. that. Let me look up Saint Valentine. Okay. He shoots I'll... arrows that make you fall in love. <laughs> yep. In love through pain. Uh, and the last game I played that's, that's is... kind of love is uh, Resident Evil Revelations for the 3DS. Okay. Do you like it? Because I've heard mixed things. Some people really dig it, and some people think it's pretty lame. Ah, uh, well, it's it's Resident Evil game. It's, yeah. It's more akin to 4 than it is to 5. Okay. Or uh, or we'll like even four. say, like, a 3. 3 with 4 controls is kind of what it's going for. It's, it's not a scary, um, because... I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, you kind of jump around to a lot of different locations because it's it's all episodic. Mm-hmm. So like some of the tension is lost, but it, it's still it plays good. Uh, you play as Jill, or at least I don't know if you switch characters later on. I've told you do, but so far I've just played Jill. Uh, you can customize your guns fairly well. You pick up like kits, and there's all these little mini missions that are kind of like achievements. That if you do them, they unlock things in the game. Like if I kill so you're gonna do every single one of them. Uh, it's it's tricky to do because you get achievements from street passing or or missions. Sorry, from street passing. Oh, that's that's cool. So uh, my girlfriend, we both have the game. So I keep street passing with her, and, and she keeps giving me like shotgun ammo and uh, handgun ammo. Okay. So and apparently I like, can get other missions in that too. Uh, you can unlock new guns by doing the missions or new gun parts, which you can customize your weapons with. Instead of, like, going to a merchant and just buying stuff. Right. Okay. That's a good uh, use of the street pass. Yeah. There's also, uh, there's co-op mode for, like, missions. Or, or what do they call them? They're, like, riot mode or something like that. Where they're basically kind of like mercenaries, but not quite. They're actually, they're mercenaries. They're mercenaries mode if you have missions to do. Like, you have to get to the end and hit the, pick this metal up or something. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I haven't unlocked that yet. You have to actually go through the single-player mode to unlock that. Have you uh, been playing with the 3D on? You're going to ask that every time, aren't you? Every time. No, I don't. Okay. I That's have harder. been playing with the Circle Pad Pro, though. All right, that comes with it! Mm, well, it doesn't come with it. They came out at the same time. That that pack that comes with it is only in the States. Okay, yeah, I was thinking GameStop exclusive. Okay. So, okay, how much is the Circle Pad Pro by itself? Uh, 25 Canadian. So I think that's and 20 then, American. And Revelations is 30 bucks? 40. It's 30 in the States. Is it? Oh, man, okay. really I think so. Here. Yeah. Or maybe it is 40. No, because I thought they dropped it from before. 50, yeah. Right, okay, maybe it is 40. All right. Is the Circle Pad Pro a game changer? Yes and no. It adds a lot more accuracy because it's like it becomes a dual stick shooter essentially, or like a standard third person shooter. Okay. A lot, so it's so a lot easier it, to walk around. Just, and shoot. I'm assuming it's just camera control you're getting. Yeah, pretty much, but and okay, the extra yeah, buttons because not... it adds two shoulder buttons. Right. Yeah, but it's not like a dual joystick shooter. No, it it yeah, it's akin to. Uh, well, now you can walk and shoot easily. If in the if you don't have the control pad pro. You actually have to like hold down a bunch of different buttons to move around and shoot, but you can only shoot in one direction. You can't move your aim around unless you stop moving. Okay. With the Circle Pad Pro, you can actually just move and freely move and shoot. So it adds a lot more to the game in a way that you know other games have. But Resident Evil, this is brand new and exciting. Okay. So, so you recommend playing it with the. Um, I think it makes it easier to play, but at the same time, the problem with the Circle Pad Pro is that it's freaking ginormous, right. and it makes playing holding the system kind of awkward. It doesn't make it comfier. No, it's it takes a bit to get used to. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, 
if you had to like say this is most similar to this controller, which would you pick? It feel <laughs> this is gonna seem weird. Physically, it feels like holding a Game Gear. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, a Game Gear. I have a Game Gear. Yeah. Because with with the uh, the added on control pad pro, it doesn't feel like a controller. It's bigger than a controller. Um, right. That thing. That thing is huge. Yeah. Okay. So I, I can't really think of any controller to compare to. I, I I would say the Wii U, but that's obviously not out yet. Right. Yeah. I don't have that reference. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's all I can say. Alright. Is that all you'd been playing? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, later tonight, I'm thinking of playing some old SNES stuff again. So, okay. I'll regale you next week with more Super Nintendo games. Alright. Nathan. Yep. I'm very excited to hear about what you have been playing. Uh-oh. Okay. What has he been playing? Um, I've played uh, some Wrecketeer, an item shop's tale. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I have wanted I to play this game for so long on Steam. Um, you haven't even played it. You just no, I haven't played it. I've wanted to. It's always just been in the back of my mind. Like that's totally a weird idea for a game. I want to play that. Yeah. Um, some about the look of it really reminds me of like PS One era kind of RPG stuff. Um, with the like, I like it. It's it's got a lot of kind of charm to it. You you're just a you're you're a young woman who wakes up weird fairy tells her that her dad has been, like, disappeared on an adventure and has tons and tons of debt, and you need to pay that back pretty quickly. But she's pretty so cool the about it. from the bank? I guess so. She's from some sort of agency or whatever. But she's she's pretty helpful. She's willing to kind of help you get organized and set up a store. Um, her name is Financial Tier. Financial advisor? Her name's Tier. Your name's Reset or whatever. So, Rick Tier. There you go. Oh, okay. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, okay. um, and yeah, you you basically buy items below cost and then try to mark up as much as you can without people getting angry and storming out. People don't like walnut bread, I guess. They just don't need it, so don't try to get too much profit on that. They just they walk tip. out. Yeah. Um, like I thought it was just like a store sim for the most part, but once you meet up with heroes, you actually go into dungeons. Um, and yeah, you need to you, find you, items, don't you? Well, that's the best way to get kind of maximum profit because you don't have to buy that stuff. You just collect it from looting a dungeon. So, yeah, you you basically you equip a hero with whatever stuff you, you know, lend him stuff you buy, and then you use whatever that is. You're actually playing as the hero, though, traditional kind of, I don't know how to, like, it's real-time combat, kind of like a Secret of Mana type thing, maybe. Okay, that kind of sounds okay. cool. So you're walking around. You're, you're you're the shopkeepers in this scenario, though, but you do have direct control over the hero. But if the hero dies, you basically what happens is you get to leave, but you you have to leave. You don't get all the spoils, but you can keep one item. So you want to kind of choose the most valuable thing you found. And are you equipping your heroes with items that you've already purchased? Yeah, like you purchase so a like bunch of stuff what before you're going into the dungeon. To... Yeah, basically. Okay. So you're you're kind of using whatever like money, like liquid assets you have right now in order to fund a hero so you can get more stuff. And then there's certain okay. deadlines like you owe $10,000 by next Thursday, so you might want to look into acquiring that. Um, and you have, like, the way time works is kind of, like, you can go out into the town, um, but once you re- and do however many things you want out in the town, but once you return home, that's one time unit, and there's like four per day. So okay. and and running the shop like doing a shift at the shop is one more time unit or whatever. So yeah, and I'm assuming the, the dungeon crawling is a time unit. I believe so. Yeah, once you okay. actually head out, it might even be more. I'm not sure. I only did one dungeon. Have you found it mighty... difficult the dungeon part? Um, like it 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 goes up in floors or whatever, so they do get harder and harder as you go. I died towards the end of the second floor on my first attempt, and I was like, ah, yeah, that was that was kind of lazy on my part. Like, you, it's not too challenging, you just kind of don't be... I was kind of rushing through it, so, you know, pay attention. I did get a thankful statue out of it, though, which is worth, like, 4500 I guess. But people weren't interested in paying that much, so... Maybe maybe tomorrow I can sell it. Oh, and they actually, in the shop mechanics, you can kind of arrange your, your stuff on different shelves. So you want to put your best stuff up in the window so people come in and you get more customers. 
so they put some thought into that. If there's something I haven't really dug about it, it's like, it's all text or whatever, is all the dialogue and stuff, and there's a lot of it, and some of it is really funny, but it kind of, it really holds your hand a lot in terms of the mechanics. Like, it's like, no, I get it. Well, I mean, it is a, a semi-new concept. Like, you're not used to being the person behind the counter. I guess. I guess, yeah. Like, but it, yeah, it, everything works kind of the same. So it's like, you know, whether you're buying something from them or they're buying something from you, uh, it's like pretty much the same thing. So I'd almost prefer if they just gave you some credit or at least gave you the option to be like, no, I think I understand and skip past that stuff. But whatever. Okay. It's it's not really a big deal. And you can skip through it faster. It's not like... Actually, was, is this fair to say about Skyward Sword? I heard you can't really scroll through the dialogue fast. It just kind of... You can scroll through it faster than normal. But it's not that fast that's... in comparison. Well, that's okay. what John says, but for me, it's fine. Well, Maybe I mean, I I've seen faster slow. in games, is what I'm saying. Okay. You can't, like, make all the text appear real fast. Yeah, no. You can it's, just kind of like speed up the scrolling. Double speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. I guess it, it, it yeah, visually it's kind of reminding me of, I think it was Legend of Mana on PS1. That sounds right. Like, it kind of has, like, a pseudo 3D thing, but, like, sprites and stuff. It, I don't know. It's it's pretty good, though. I'm, yeah, I recommend it. I, I think it's pretty cool. I'll probably play more of that. Um, and that's usually like ten bucks on Steam, right? I forget. It was like, hold on. But I believe it's yeah. usually around ten bucks, and then when it's on sale, I don't know any questions like about kind of more. I, th- there wasn't much beyond that I can think of that really that really happens. But is it Japanese made or is it American made? It's, it's, it looks Japanese, but I don't know if it actually is. Because I, I, I thought I heard it wasn't made in Japan, so I was like, that seems crazy. Because it seems like the kind of yeah. game they would make. On Valve, first released in Japan in December 2007 by Easy Game Station. Oh, there you go. So I guess yeah, it was initially. I guess it's been translated already. Um, hold on. I don't know how much it is. Just a second. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Steam. It's, it's pretty cool. Plants vs Zombies on sale. Also. Isn't that always on sale? Yeah. I don't know, but. It, it's, it's always on sale somewhere. It's on enough platforms. Yeah. It's on all of them, isn't it? Yeah, like everything ever. I should go play it on my Game Gear. Yep. Totally. Is that all you've been playing, Nathan? Yeah, I think that's all I really... What with all the X-Files and stuff. Alright. Then my turn, I played Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. What? Yep. Borrow that off a of buddy. You know, see what it's like. I, I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, um, so I'm not fully done it. I think I'm a little over halfway. I'm not a huge Halo fan, and I hate this game. That that's more what I expected. Yeah, um, I guess, I guess I'll just say you know, based off like game design back then, you're just running through hallways over and over and over again. Oh, it's actually twenty bucks right now. Just, oh, okay. Just say that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's just hallways, one after the other, and because of when it came out, there's no, like, wayward point to point you where to go. So I'm just kind of, like, going into a room, looking for another green door, and then hoping that's the right way to go. Mm. So you get I will say, yeah. I will say though, that the, um, being able to switch between, like, current day graphics and what it used to look like is really cool. Like, gives you a sense perspective as to what 11 years does. Yeah, and some places it doesn't look like that vastly different, and then other places it's just like, wow, they, like, redid this whole place. This looks so much better. So it is really cool that they kept that in there. Weird thing is, though, when you're switching between the two, you hit back to do it. The game fades to black and then fades back in, but it doesn't stop the game. And you can't do it during the pause menu, so if you're in the middle of a fight, you can't really switch unless you just want to stand there. So you're getting shot up a couple times. Yeah, so it's mainly like, I need to switch it when I'm not in a fight, or I'm well hidden enough, or something. So I kind of wish that if you had hit back, it just paused the game for you, but it doesn't. Um, And you also can't do it during cutscenes, which you think would be a nice place to be able to switch, because there's no way you're going to get hurt. But anyway, um, so yeah, I'll finish it. It has co-op. I have some friends who want to do some co-op with me, and which is nice because then I can kind of be like, why don't you just 
you've played this for years. You must know where to go. I'll follow you, okay? Um, and yeah, you know, it plays fine. Halo plays fine. I just, like, I just hate the level design every time. There's a new yeah, level. everyone complains what about What about Silent Cartographer, dude? I, I remember playing so Silent good. Cartographer, and I think that's the one I hate the most so far. Oh. What about okay. Assault on th- whatever the library is? 343 or something like that? Libraries. I think terrible. you just referenced three different levels because there's one that's like assault on something. There's one called like three four three spark. That's the one I'm thinking of. The library three four three spark. I think I can't remember which one exactly it is. I just remember one that I was inside a building, going through like the same looking hallways for two hours. That's I think that's actually Silent Cartographer. I think it's Silent Cartographer, and I that, I remember that being really annoying back when I played Halo One. But I hear the library's this, like, end-all worst thing ever. I don't remember having a good time in it, yeah. I think yeah, that was, that I had, like, later no on. checkpoint or something crazy. Uh, I remember just... Didn't they, like, trim it some in this one? Like, this re-release? I think they, they said they were no going idea. to. I have no idea. I, have, I haven't played the originals. I don't know. Okay. Hopefully I'll get a buddy in on with me so I can really see it, or he'll be like, yeah, this used to be a lot worse or something. I don't know. We'll see, but... Anyway, um... Yeah, keeping up with my play all the 360 Halos. I played that, and I'll finish that this week, I guess. Weird, this is saying... Sorry, Reketeer, it says languages with full audio support Japanese, so maybe you can turn on Japanese voice. You should totally do that. I don't know if that... That wouldn't really help, but it would be charming. Well, if you can keep, like, English subtitles, like, for reading... Yeah. I think that'd be great, but that'd be a weird, super... settings thing. Anyway... Uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. Just look um, that. Apart from that, and probably what my Xbox plugged the most time into was Borderlands. Yep. Ooh. So I went back to Borderlands to beat that final piece of Robot DLC. Revolution? Cause I'd been at, yeah, because I'd been at the last boss forever. And the thing was, is I was playing on uh, Playthrough 2, so all the enemy levels were up close to where my character is. My character is 65. As opposed to the, most of the enemies being around high 30s, 40s, which is where they stop after playthrough mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So that final boss was quite hard for me, and I couldn't beat it. Um, then I had a buddy come and join me, and he basically was able to hide and not get hit while I fought the boss. Because what was happening is every time I would die, the boss gets all his health back. Um... So having him there was able to finally do it. And then, so that got me that achievement. I got all the Claptrap statues, which got me that achievement, meaning there was three achievements left I needed, which were those collectible achievements. Now, for those who don't know, the drop rate for these items you need to collect only appear on Claptraps, which you can find maybe four Claptraps per area, and it's about 2% of the time. If you kill one, you might get one of the items. So here's the way to do it, and the way I did it. I put it back on playthrough run so that I couldn't really get hurt. And I went to the final boss, because he spawns claptraps. I found a place where you can hide and not get hit, and I left my Xbox on for 14 hours. What? Okay. Because what happens is the claptraps that come out of the final boss are kamikaze claptraps, and they will explode after a few seconds. And the place you're hiding, they can't get to you, so it doesn't do anything to you. So after leaving it on this long, I basically left the area while the boss was running around, not being able to hurt me, because I was such a high level, and just looking on the ground for all the pickups, trying to find what I needed. And I did. <laughs> so I have every achievement now in Borderlands. That's ridiculous. There you go. I just can't believe you have all yeah. the Mad Moxie ones. Yeah, that's... Arguably, Mad Moxie is worse, because you actively have to play that. This one, you can cheat the system, but Mad Moxie is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that can go on the shelf forever now. Until Borderlands 2 comes sell out. it. Well, yeah. that's I don't need Borderlands 1. So. Anyway, I'm glad to have all 88 points in that. Feels good. 1750 S rank. Yes. Is that it? Uh, and then that was all I played. Alright, so I guess it's time for some news.
But before news. Oh no! Is it dun, dun, dun. before news? It's uh, not okay. No. Well, I don't think it's part of news. It's not quite part of news. Yeah, the, it gets its own category. Damn all right, it. let's go. Let's, let's do this thing. The Sorry, Tester John. season three aired last week. Yeah. Episode one titled "Bug Out." Yeah. This was a great episode. <sighs> I have like, I have a lot of choice quotes and a lot of really good moments. Yeah. Uh, so let's. So the the challenge this week was they have to do a job interview while their head is in a glass box full of hissing cockroaches. What? Yeah. <laughs> Keep you, you know, see if you can stay cool under pressure. You know, <laughs> totally makes sense. Yeah, totally something you'd have to be able to do to be. And it's not a game tester they're going for this time. It's a game producer. Ooh, at Santa Monica, like the God yep. of War developer, I think. Yeah. And they get a car. So. Yeah, they get a car if they win as well. Yeah, so they up the stakes. It's, you know, more more on the line. And I think the winner of this challenge got a Vita. Yep. Anyway, so these are kind of in chronological order while I was watching. By the way, I will say, you can watch the tester on the internet now. Yeah, that's what I did. Just go into their page. That's what I did as well, because I, I had my PS3 hooked up, and I kept checking throughout the day, and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So I just I went online to see maybe if I can get some information. And it was... The episode was there, so I watched it. They're longer by about ten minutes this time. Yeah, it's a full half hour. I, I was yeah. not happy when I noticed <laughs> that, but I stuck it out. Yeah. Okay. So starting off, uh, there's this one character on that show. I forget what his name is. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Dude, he's kind hair. of like the what's what, what was his stereotype? Like the dirty nerd or something. I guess, yeah. He lives with his mom, and his hobby, besides playing games, is collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, so you boy. kind of you kind of understand who this guy would be. Anyway, he kind of starts off the episode narrating how all the girl contestants are super hot. Mm-hmm. In a really creepy way, and he kept just being like, "Y'all jelly, y'all jelly of me," because he's with those girls. Yeah. Now. Are they, like, deliberately overperforming everything they say and do? Because I was, like, as I was watching the show, I was wondering, like, if I was on the show, would they make me be more expressive than I'm usually? Or could I just be, like, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of fun. Or would they, Maybe. you know, be like, know. no, no, we need we need a soundbite. Be ridiculous. Please be more ridiculous. Because I don't know no one some, those people like are ridiculous. Maybe, or maybe they're, you know, forced to be ridiculous, and that's what makes it sound that much more unnatural when people say, y'all jelly. Cause, <laughs> Y'all jelly? That dude had That's more great. quotes, too. I just, I was not writing them down. Cause just watch the episode if you really yeah. need to know. Um, oh, man. So they introduced the the, the uh, judges again, and that model was there. She was introduced as an international model and a fierce gamer. Yeah. Which I don't know what that means, but... An angry gamer. Anyway. I guess so. She likes picking fights. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then one of the contestants... Uh, in his narrator thing, uh, wanted to discuss just how hot this international model was, and described her as she's beautiful. She was Blu-ray. All the rest of you HD or SD. He kept going, like he further explained, just in case yeah. he didn't pick up. Yeah, it was bad. <sighs> so there's yeah. that. Yep. Yep. So this, um, and then the uh, this other guy was set talking about how because she's so confident. Uh, if you were her boyfriend, you wear the pants, and or she wear the pants, and you would wear the skirt, and then they put a whip sound. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good too. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the actual challenge? Because I thought yeah, it was that was the okay. next part. I guess I thought it was kind of interesting that everyone kind of did, with one exception, I guess, keep their cool. That one dude was sweating like crazy and just hated all of it. Yeah. But um. What was the there, there was the one girl that was basically too honest? I guess was the thing. Yeah, she elaborated. She too was much. eliminated, wasn't she, for I being too honest? Was she? Yeah, I was kind of baffled by their criteria. There no, she wasn't eliminated. No, she was not. The she was, she was eliminated. Was the girl who went first? Yeah, because she um, just didn't stand out or whatever. You're thinking of like the rational. Oriental girl. Yeah, she just kind of elaborated. Like they asked, like, what was the most embarrassing story, and she just talked forever, apparently. But like. I don't, I don't know. I don't, like, in that situation with the, 
I'm probably over like getting too invested in it. I was annoyed with myself for getting invested in the show once the challenge actually started. Because it was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, that would be a weird mental <laughs> taxing situation. But I don't know. I don't know what, what criteria they were going for if you can't it, talk about It's just kind of weird because how would interview. you – let me get this straight. You're going to eliminate two people because they weren't okay with cockroaches all over their face. Yeah. Were they actually like on their face or were they just like – Yeah, no, they, they yeah. put the box on the person's shoulders and then poured oh, the cockroaches the into fuck? the box. And here's the best part. The box didn't even, like, seal around their neck or anything, so yeah. cockroaches were falling ah, down their shirt. what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So girls were, like, pulling cockroaches out of their shirt afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they were hissing at you. Well, they're, yeah, they're mad at They made sure to put hissing noises throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Probably exaggerated for effect or whatever, but anyway. Um, The next thing I like to point out is, so... PlayStation marketing still real strong throughout this. Oh, well, uh, when yeah. they were back the, in like the uh, in their little headquarters house thing, mm-hmm. that PlayStation Vita's there, and the one guy was like, "Oh man, the PlayStation Vita, it's a beast of machine. It's got two analog sticks and arguably the most powerful handheld out there." Yeah, like just really not genuine. Mark, like, come on, you have to say it's so powerful, and you need to mention the two analog sticks. But, you know, I can't fault them for that. Obviously, that's something they need to sell, but yeah, whatever. But, um, you know, but something they don't need to sell mm-hmm. that they wanted to advertise was there was a straight-up commercial for the PS3 during the tester. What? Well, I don't know. Again, it's just so Halfway through it, random commercial, and then it said PlayStation 3, 249. I like the PlayStation 3, though. That's great, but who is watching this that doesn't own a PlayStation 3? I guess. Actually, yeah. I want to know if someone is, because that's an interesting thing. So, oh, like well, they probably are. All of our fans wanted to see what this is like, and it's online now. Yeah. So, But I didn't think these were online before, so how would you have even been able to see it? Prior? Were they I, online? I don't know. I honestly, I only downloaded them and watched them there. The first so. season was on YouTube. I remember that. Someone wrote in about that. But Okay. Anyway. Um. Okay, let's get to the end judging or whatever, just because... Right. Like, they said they were going to eliminate two people, but then they kind of just didn't, right? Yeah. So the reason was, the person getting eliminated was Ego Raptor, which is the guy you knew, Nathan, the fan-voted guy. That was me. Rather, I wasn't sure who he was. I meant John, sorry. Um, And the reason they wanted to eliminate him is apparently he was only there to get, like, more hits on his website or something like that. He's like, I'll get tons of publicity. He was very honest about why he was there, which I thought was admirable, but yeah, he's, like, just like... Yeah, you know, whether this works out or not, like, whatever. It worked yeah. for me. And, and just like, then he kind of explained, you, uh, he was able to, like, talk himself, like, no, I'm not here just for publicity, I, I'm i just, I'm know. genuinely interested in the game industry. And, yeah, and they yeah. were like, okay, well, there's only ten beds, so you're on the couch. Yeah. So he, he got but to But they stay. let him stay, which is really weird, like, because they basically Well, it's not the first time own... they've, they've bent the rules. They sent home that one guy last time for just being a jerk. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess you're right. So, so they didn't there eliminate anyone, or they only eliminated one person? They eliminated, they eliminated one girl when they were supposed the to eliminate yeah. two. So I wonder Actually if they kept Eagle Raptor then to keep people on the internet interested. That's kind of, that was what the girl who got eliminated basically said. It's like, was he just kept because of his fans? That's just like, probably. I mean, yeah. he was the well, fan. Well, I was almost surprised they were even so. thinking of eliminating him this early. Yeah. Because of his fans would definitely draw people. Mm-hmm. Like, like last Mickey time, Nikki made it all the way to, like to the second half of the show. So yeah, or the second half of the season, I guess. Anyway, that's it for the tester. Uh, we'll we'll keep watching it and keep talking about it. But yeah. uh, as you can see, it's it's extra stupid. Hooray! So. <laughs> oh, and David Jaffe's on the next one. Twisted Metal themes. Yeah. Oh yeah, so next time on. they have to like build a car and they're all dressed up like clowns. Mm-hmm. And apparently they all do really terrible if the little yeah. clip he did of not David look Jaffe yeah. is in any way true. So there you go. Alright, let's go on to some news. Okay. There wasn't a ton. But two stories I thought were really, really great. So Yeah, so let's get kind of the lackluster ones out of the way first. Okay. Um... 
So just those Mass Effect iOS things that we're talking about last time, they've kind of detailed them a little bit. One's mm-hmm. called Infiltrator, and the other one's a datapad app. Infiltrator's going to be like a full-on third-person shooter they're talking about. Okay. So we'll see how well that works. Apparently the Dead Space one from EA was actually pretty good, and this is EA as well, so it might not actually be bad. We'll see. Datapad, hey? Would that be like Codex? I think so. it's going to be similar to Codex, but apparently you'll get texts from characters. <gasps> oh, no. This is so. fantastic news. <laughs> I really like Mass Effect, so this is, this is great. I'm gonna... So yeah, if you want texts from you know Garrus saying, "Hey, let's get let's get down to business," would he act? Does he actually <laughs> say that? I, I have no reference. No, he doesn't say get down to that's business, but you, you will can have now. sex with someone, right? So, yeah, yeah. Was, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and you can look up info. So a lot of people are saying this looks like a great way for uh, DLC to get advertised to you. Oh, weird! They have but, issues of the comic on here. Anyway. Anyway, so those are the two. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to both. I'm kind of just getting into a super Mass Effect mood. So, that's good. I'm thinking uh, about playing that final DLC that I never played. You should run through that real quick. It's like less than two hours long. Yeah, I know. People keep telling me that, but once it's over, then it's over. That's the end of Mass Effect 2. But, so. Yeah, but Mass Effect 3 is out in You're right. There's no rationale behind not playing it. You're, fu- you're right. I'll, I'll look into it. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Next one's... These are both double fine themes. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with the smaller one first. Well, the chronological order of them. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So, first thing, early last week, Notch, creator of Minecraft, tweeted saying, hey, I'll fund uh, double fine to make Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Um, I, re- I kind of love how the story played out. It was just like... I think it was Tim Shaver just like, hey, if someone wants to give us millions of dollars, and then Notch was just like, yeah, alright, let's do that. And I was just like, oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah. Psychonauts 2. And that was it. So, I guess that's happening. And this isn't the first time a wealthy individual has funded stuff. Yeah. Um, I, f- I forgot the guy's name, but uh, this one guy specifically has funded a lot of ports of, like, like Costume P. Quest and stuff. Yeah, it was fast, uh, Costume Quest and uh, Stacking. And, and Psychonauts. Yeah, for the PC, like, right? To, like, Mac, to like the Mac and stuff. Right. Mainly yeah, they did. did a special podcast with that guy. I can't remember his name either. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I'm wait. assuming you're talking about Giant Bomb did a special podcast? No, no, uh, Double Fine themselves. Double Fine did? Okay. Steven okay. Dengler, I guess? Draco okay. Gen? Yeah, he funded versions of Costume Quest and Psychonauts for Mac. Right. Cool, cool. Uh, so I guess kind of the more important news, and arguably way more absurd... Um, I like it. I, I was yeah, no, it. it's it's great. I love the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. So Double Fine made a Kickstarter, and for people who don't know what Kickstarter is, is is a crowdsourcing website where you will say, "Hey, I will, I will make this product or do this service if you will help me pay for it." So mm-hmm. if, you, if I get like fifty thousand dollars, I can I can write this book, and then everyone who gave me at least fifteen bucks will get a copy of it. Yeah. So it's kind of a way of saying. I want to make this product, and I want if if uh, there's enough people who will say they will buy it, then please pay for it now. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they wanted four hundred grand, which from what I understand is quite little compared to most game budgets. Yep. Yeah, even their game um, budgets in the past. Yeah. They wanted to raise four hundred grand in thirty three days to make an old school point and click adventure game. Which Tim Schafer has a long history of doing awesome stuff. Right, with. and there's another guy working there that would work from Ron the old days as well. I forget what his name. Yeah. There you go, Ron Gilbert. Yeah, uh, and they raised that in eight hours. And since then, it's actually gotten way better because they're at one. They're like past 1.6 million now. God, yeah, crazy. So, which yeah. you you wrote that was almost the budget of stacking Costume Quest and Iron Brigade. Yeah, Tim Schafer said those clocked in around two million. So one kind of thing I, I thought this was funny that uh, Tim Schafer uh, tweeted was he was he was like hey if we get to ninety five or nine hundred fifty thousand I'll put RTS elements <laughs> in the game and if we get to nine hundred eighty thousand I'll take them out again. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah, they're saying all the money they raise will be going to this game and the documentary that's working with this uh, mm-hmm. that'll be being produced while they're making the game. Uh, the documentary, I'll say, is by two-player production that did one of the seasons of the Penny Arcade documentary. 
Oh, okay. Which which I highly recommend that. The uh, uh, Two Player Productions does a lot of good stuff. Good. They did um, uh, reformat the planet. Yeah, they have a whole website. They've done ton. They're doing one, working on one right now for uh, yeah. my, for Notch. Uh, so yeah, if you want to uh, if you want to donate to them, they I have a like bunch the of different tiers. Of some of the super fans though, like there's like a ten thousand dollar one, and that went. Yeah, we, we, someone already did, and they've even had to say. You can, because apparently they were saying, like, we only want one person to donate this much, but now they're saying, if you really want to, you can give us more. Just email us here, okay? Yeah, if you check their website, there's, like, higher tier stuff that's even zanier. Like, it's just, right, like, there's, like, seven different tiers. Double the picture double of Ron Gilbert smiling. Yeah, yeah. Like, the lowest, the lowest couple tiers are, like, you'll get a copy of the game, you'll get a copy of the game and the documentary... Yeah, stuff like that. So we get in the beta for fifteen. I I, I pitched in fifteen because I, I was. Okay. I'm thinking of going for the poster so, yeah. to be honest. I think that's the hundred level. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I know it's not bad. There's some good. There's some good. Yeah, good so. stuff on offer here. It's pretty awesome. So, what, yeah, what point have, do you actually get credited? In that, the that's game? there was thirty. It's gone now, but it's quite a bit. But yeah, yeah. you'll get on like a special thanks or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, it's, it's still story. going on for the rest of the month and a bit. Uh, at the rate they're going, they're probably gonna. I'm. What are you guys gonna guess? Prices right. I don't know. So. It's definitely slowed down a bit. There was a time there where you'd refresh and it went up like fifty people in a. I think thousand. it'll crack two million. It'll yeah. definitely crack two million. Yeah. It's been okay. yeah. It's been slowly crawling up over the past hour. It's like six, it's got another seventy eight hundred on there. Or so so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but uh, that's good. That's cool to see the, the fans coming out. If you wanna, if you go to their website, I I don't have the link to the Kickstarter. You can uh, see a little video from Double Fine, which is pretty humorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, all yeah, it was, it was a fun video. Ron Gilbert closing his door. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty good. Um. And it, yeah, it's just I like they just kind of point out. You know, if we go to a, if we actually go to pitch this game. No, publishers are going to say no. So it's an old school we want to go directly game, so. to you. Mm-hmm. And I think this will, this will be cool to see what happens after this. Like if this is the future of Double Fine? Just the fans. If not Double Fine, I could just... I see it changing the uh, games a bit. Mm-hmm. More companies doing this. Well, th- this yeah. is... Yeah, this harkens back to like a, a discussion Dave Snyder kind of started up on Giant Bomb a while ago about like how much would you pay for a sequel to your favorite game ever? And he was saying like, depending on how invested you are, like a thousand dollars easy for some of it, and that's literally what's happened here, which is great. Here's here's yeah. my question though: like, if, that kind of if other companies start mimicking this, what mm-hmm. happens if it comes to a case where they don't make the game? Well, even in the the this thing one, with Kickstarter is if the if they don't reach their goal. Mm-hmm. Kickstarter will. No, I don't. Will fund I don't even mean don't reach the back. goal. I mean, like, say the company takes the money and runs. <laughs> That's well, true. They do have a contingent. Well, okay. I guess you, it is on faith, really, that Double Fine won't be dicks about it. But they they do say like, hey, maybe this game will turn out terribly, but we'll have an amazing documentary showing how bad it. Yeah, went. I'm not. I'm not worried about Double right Fine. Watch oh, I know they'll do it. Yeah. Technically, someone could. I guess. I'm just saying, if Cap, like, say, if Capcom did this and pulled a, uh, I think three. I think the. I think the market will just kind of hammer that out because you're only going to give money to a company that you b- truly believe will be giving you the product in the end or the service. Yeah. Right? The only thing apart from that is like an indie developer that you don't know, but they're not going to be asking for a ton. So, worst comes to worst, they oh, might run a ton away of that with your Kickstarter $5. Too, but it's, yeah, right. it's definitely smaller. So, but I'm just saying, if more companies begin to do this, then you kind of get to put your money where you're like, well, no, I don't want you to make another Madden game. So, I'm not going to help fund that. Well, they obviously would. I would really mean, like a yeah. Burnout Paradise 2. So, you know, here. Criterion, get I'll on give, Kickstarter. I'll give exactly. you some money. Yeah, exactly. So, I think, yes, the company could run away with it, but you're initially making that investment, so it's like, well, you're taking yeah. a risk. You should know where you want to put your money. And, yeah. I, I, th- I don't think that'll be too much of an issue. Okay. I'm kind of excited, because David Jaffe even said he was thinking of doing something like that. Because now that he's leaving the company that's making Twisted Metal. He... Right. Well, it, it works incredibly well, right? They hit their goal in eight hours. So, I don't I don't see why you I don't. I don't know if Lightning will strike twice, though. That's the only thing. 
Well, it, like, plus Double Fine, like, it has that Tim Schafer, like, decades-long legacy or whatever, so it's not like every developer has the same chance of appealing in the same way to people. Yeah, but, Double Fine has, right, like, a, a, even, a fan base, a fervor fan base. A really, yeah. Right. But it's even just a good way for a company to even find out if there is any... Like, gauge public like, interest. ...desire for a sequel. Because instead of just asking, hey, would you guys like a Mass Effect 4? They could be like, hey, we're going to do a Kickstarter for Mass Effect 4, and if we hit our goal, clearly you want that. If we I don't hit our goal, more obscure you get your money back. To, like, Grim Fandango 2. But right, exactly. That's another Schaefer-related... I don't know. Hold on. But yeah. Uh, so that's cool. You can donate that on yeah, Kickstarter. Like it's on, like, lizards. the front page of Kickstarter. Yeah. It's set um, records on Kickstarter. On right, Lost and Vikings. Kickstarter, I believe, gets like 3% of whatever money comes in, so this is getting them a ton of money as well. Uh, so if you just want to go to kickstarter.com, you can find it on like the front page, or if not, just look under video game or game, and it'll be there for sure. And if you want to help fund it, do so. Uh, but as for us, I believe that is it. All right. There's no emails. If you want to send in an email, it's topdownperspective at hotmail.com. If you want to send in a question on Facebook, it's facebook.com. <laughs> Small little website. Yeah. But yeah, you know, just search for Top Down Perspective. And we're there. And uh, I guess we'll be back next week. I'm going to go build like out of call work. Okay. And Nathan's going to do nothing. Um, Nathan's not doing anything. <laughs> well, like I'm kind of done this uh, presentation I need to do tomorrow, but I guess I can polish that some. It's a film class thing. But yeah. Mine sounds like story. the best. Yeah. Both ears sound yeah, awful. I, I, I got messaged during cool. the podcast. They're like, yeah, we need you to call. I'm like, oh, I, uh, I'm in a phone call right now. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week. This is the end Yay. of the show. <laughs> Fantastic ending.